Hi, I'm Tish Bouvier, and welcome to One Word Writer Podcast. This podcast is to encourage writers to push words forward, starting with one word, one sentence, and one page at a time. Join me each week as I share my writing journey, writing tips, and intimate talks with my writer friends and authors sharing their struggles and triumphs of writing that first draft to the ins and outs of editing and publishing their books. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to One Word Writer Podcast. I'm your host, Tish Bouvier. I say it's good morning because it's a new day and it's a new beginning. And I'm sitting here having a good cup of coffee and I'm just thinking about last week. It's been exactly one week from today that things change. So the name of this topic, I decided to call our podcast today, When Life Happens. (laughs) Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen and surprise you with the unexpected. We have a family member who always say, always expect the unexpected. (laughs) It's true. Last week, last Monday... Houston was faced with a winter storm. Now, I know some of y'all in the northern part of the country probably laughing at us. There was some laughing at us on social media. But you don't understand. We live in a tropical area. We are down south, further south than Dallas. We are close to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, we don't have snow. If we do get snow, it's like once every 8 to 10 years. And it's the kind of snow that... It looks good when it lands on the ground, but in about three or four minutes, it's gone. It disappeared. And we don't get freezing temperature, temperature in the single digit. We don't even really get it in the teens. The coldest I'm aware is um, maybe 28 degrees is probably the coldest I ever felt the temp here in Houston. But we got like seven degrees and two degrees in some areas, and it was awful. Now, it's easy to handle the cold weather if you have shelter. Not only shelter, but heat. (laughs) And the sad thing about our winter storm, even though the officials told us we're having a winter storm, it's going to be a historic winter storm. When they say that, you better listen because they know something that we don't know. Even though we're following the weather reports, our system was not equipped to deal with the temperatures that we suffer from all last week. And it was just about a whole week that a lot of people was with didn't have any power, no electricity, no running water. It was awful. And I can't keep stressing how awful that was. You know, um, last Monday, our power went off and it was cold. It was super cold. We had our coats, we had our jacket, we had all kinds of blankets, but we didn't have any power, no electricity. We didn't have any way to heat ourselves but to get into the van. And I'm so glad I filled my gas tank up 
that Friday. I usually keep a full tank of gas because you just never know. Now, we experienced Hurricane Harvey. I'm so used to hurricanes and floods. I don't really want to get used to that, but we suffered through those year after year just about. Well, we never had a winter blast like this from the Antarctic. Um, and to lose our power, oh my gosh, that was the worst. There were so many lives lost this past week. So the reason I called this episode When Life Happens and you're a writer, you want to find time somewhere to write through the storm. I'm going to admit to you, I did not think about writing. Writing was the last thing on my mind. I couldn't focus on anything other than staying warm and making sure my kids were safe and warm. And it was heartbreaking when my baby girl was cold. She wanted to sleep with me, you know? And I was like, you know, I got to protect her. So I really didn't sleep for about maybe three to four days because I was worried about them freezing during the night. We had a new puppy. We had to make sure he stayed warm. I didn't want him in my bed. He's wild. He's... <laughs> He's so wild. He's my wild child. So he's being trained. And I was afraid of using the stove. We have gas stove. So we was one of the fortunate ones in my area to have gas and electric stove. So the oven didn't work because it was electric, but we have gas burners. And I remember growing up... Um, Saying with my grandmother, she didn't have central air and heat. You know, she's from the country, Louisiana. They didn't have a lot of these appliances that we have here in the city. And she was old school, so she would use her her stove to warm the house in the winter. And I know her house wasn't airtight, but I didn't have that fear. And I guess she didn't, I don't know, we was kids though, have that fear of carbon monoxide poisoning. Now, even though we do have a carbon monoxide detector in the house, it still didn't make me feel secure enough because I was hearing stories as I, you know, go through the web and listen to what was going on in our area that people was dying, dying of carbon monoxide poisoning, trying to stay warm. So that stayed on my mind. Um, I didn't sleep. And what else? All I can say it was just awful. It was a horrible experience, but it was a life experience. And I tell people, you know, sometimes, you know, life will grab you by your writer's cape. It would toss you around a couple of times and land you right in the midst of reality. And that's exactly what happened this past week. So... Today's Monday. It's a new day. And I was just thinking about how can I take that experience and relate it to my writing life and share with other people? Because you're going to experience all kinds of hardships and reality checks <laughs> and detours in your writing life. And you can't... It's easy said than done. I'm not going to 
lie to you because like I said, going through the crisis, I didn't think about writing. I didn't think about my characters. That was the last thing on my mind. Besides, I didn't have the electricity to really do anything in cellular service. Oh my gosh, I'm so upset with that. All the money we pay for these expensive cell phones, <laughs> at least I do, and gadgets, when you really needed it the most, it's useless. Oh my gosh, it was so useless trying to access the internet during that time. So one thing I learned, I will not be spending a lot of money on these phones or anything anymore. I gave up on them. 5G do not mean nothing to me in America infrastructure at this time. So that was a lesson taught. Um, but I did learn to bank this experience. You know, I didn't think about it at the time, but everything I was observing, hearing, and feeling, I was banking that information. And it's good to bank that because when you have a future story, you can take those emotions, you can take that experience, you can take the demeanor of people around you, including your own demeanor, you can take the dialogues that you hear, and you can use that in a character, embedded in one of your characters or a future story, because your characters are real. You know, we give birth to them, but we write them as though they are real human beings, and they are. So you can take your emotions and everything you experience when life happens, and apply it to your writing life and will make your writing really authentic. I'm not going to kid you because these are real emotions that we go through. Now, I learned a lot about myself too, and I can see how my writing life and my internal personal life conflict and intertwine with each other. I know what my writing life I strives a lot for perfection. You remember that word, perfection? Perfection don't like us. And I'm getting better with that too. And that was a couple of times I wanted to break down during this crisis. I did. I got extremely frustrated because I was taken out of my comfort zone. And I didn't really know how to act or respond when I lost control. And that's the same way with our writing. When we write our stories, or especially novelists, well, just any writer, we want to take control of what we write. And sometimes we can hold on to that control so tight, we try to control our character's thoughts. We try to control the way they navigate their story. And we forget that we're just a writer. We're the one that's listening to the census and writing it down. But we take control and we want to interject our own thoughts, our own feelings, our own emotions into these characters, which cause conflict. And I experienced that too. <laughs> so sometimes when we lose control, we don't know how to react or respond. And 
I hindered myself from allowing myself to just cry because there were several times I was on the verge of tears because I was taken out of that comfort zone. But I fought it. I did say a prayer, and I do believe it was God that gave me the strength. But I got mad at myself because I felt weak, you know? <laughs> I hate that word. I felt like as a mom, you always want to be in control. You always want to be the strength. You want to display it. You want to feel it. But I forget that we are human I am human. We have these emotions. It's okay to allow yourself to feel what you feel and to just let it go. It doesn't make you any less of a person. And that's the way our writing life is. Just because you stop writing for a period of time or life take you on a detour, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. You know, you will come back to your writing. All I can do is give you this advice. When you take that moment away from your writing, from your comfort zone, because writing is my comfort zone, bank it. Bank those emotions. Bank those expressions. Bank the dialogues. Bank everything that you are observing, going through internally. It's going to stay with you. This storm of 2021 is going to stay with me for a while. These emotions that I'm going through is going to stay with me a while. So I'm banking that information. But one good thing I can say, I was able to journal. Oh my gosh, journal. Journaling helps. That was one day last week I was able to sit down and journal my feelings. And I wrote down everything I was experienced. So if I lose that memory, it's pushed back so far, at least I put it in a place that I can bring back and reflect upon. So I journal. So life happens, it happens, it happens. It happens every day. Uh, you're going to be thrown curveballs and in different directions and you're going to get lost in your thoughts throughout the Throughout the chaos, life happens. And just let it happen. <laughs> That's all I can say. And another thing, those are you can take a deep breath. I mean, when I say deep breath, take a really deep breath. Especially when it's over, I guess you can do it going through the chaos. I didn't do it during the chaos. I think next time I might be a little bit more prepared. I always say that when we go through something. And I'm never prepared. So take a deep breath in and hold it and slowly, slowly release it. I want you to feel the senses inside as you release that deep breath and try to appreciate everything that life has to offer you know the good the bad the ugly all of it because there are lessons to be learned it helps you as a person to grow and as a writer it helps you make your characters more real because you can take those same bank feelings emotions thoughts everything and apply it towards your characters in their life so anyway, I don't want to dwell on what I went through. I'm sure everyone saw it on the news. 
Um, the sad thing about it, there was a lot of loss of life. And I want people to understand, too, we're just not used to this kind of weather. This was something new for Houston. And when I say used to it, we had to deal with it without any electricity, no way of heating, you know, and I'm sure some other countries and those up north probably was without electricity. You used to it. You probably dealt with it before. And I, there has been loss of lives during that time too. But this was really new and our system infrastructure, unfortunately, wasn't prepared to deal with this storm. So I'm hoping this is a learning lesson for the whole city, for the whole state of Texas to learn from what happened so it won't repeat itself again. No one in this country should be without, is how I see things. You shouldn't be without food. There shouldn't be no one going without food. You should have the basic necessity, but life sometimes does not treat us all equally. We understand that. But today, like I said, it's a new day. It's a new beginning. I have a brand new attitude. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not stressed out. Oh, that's another thing. Distress, 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 distress. After a crisis or a horrible situation, take time out to just de-stress. Everything that you were so absorbed into during that crisis, remove it away from you. Like I was on social media trying to fight with my phone <laughs> during the whole crisis. It was awful. <laughs> Cellular service was awful. But somehow I was able to manage to get on Twitter to see what was going on, go through several news um, agencies to see what was going on. I was so engulfed in everything that was going on around me. I even got in my vehicle, me and my kids, and... Well, we had to because we was getting cabin fever. I drove in snow and I did pretty good. So yeah, give myself an applause for that. But anyway, you do need time to distress. And as a writer, sometimes you have to step away for a moment or two to de-stress and reflect and then come back. So I'm back. Yay, I'm back and I'm ready to write. This morning, I wrote two haikus. And it was based on what we're going through with the storm. So the first one is, you know, haikus don't have titles. So it's based on what we went through. White raindrops frozen. Houston strong. Texas survived. And Arctic winter. My second haiku, dry ways caked in ice. Petal of a rose frozen. Angels in the snow. Yay! Anyway, I want to thank you for listening. I had to share that experience with you all. And to sum everything up, life happens. It will happens. It will change you and send you on different routes. So embrace it after the fact. That way, because you can relate, reflect, and maybe take some of that bank stuff and apply it to your writing life. And always distress. Distress is the key. You need to distress. You need to find a way to let that stuff go because it can stay with you. It can keep you from doing the things that you want to do. It can keep you from moving on past it. You know, so hey, I want you to enjoy the day. 
Appreciate the moments. Appreciate the basic necessity in life. Appreciate your power. Appreciate the lights. Appreciate your air conditioning because summer is going to come around and Texas is known for its scorching heat. Appreciate the internet connection. Appreciate your cell phones, you know. Appreciate your laptops. Appreciate your family. And one thing I forgot to mention, what helped me make it through was my friends. Yes, my friends and my family. If you're a writer, make sure you surround yourself with other writing friends, writing buddies, writers, because those are the ones that's going to help you when you're struggling with your own writing, especially when life happens. And I belong to this group of writers. Oh my gosh, I have met a whole lot of writing friends right here in Houston from this Facebook group. So we was able to share what we was going through, show pictures when the internet allowed us <laughs> of what we was going through. And we all prayed for each other and wanted the best for each other. And that can help you along when life happens. Anyway, that concludes today. I want you to enjoy. Find something to be very appreciative of. Keep a gratitude journal so you can reflect upon and look back and like you say, okay, yeah, thank you, thank you. Until next time, happy writing. Hello, everybody. This is Anne from the Inspirational Journeys podcast. If you are a writer or a book lover, come on over to anchor.fm slash inspirational hyphen journeys or search for inspirational journeys, stories that matter on your favorite podcast platform, Inspirational Journeys, where your story matters. If you would like to be a guest on One Word Writer Podcast, please send an email to onewordwriterpodcast at iCloud.com. In the subject line, include podcast guests. And share with me if you're a writer or a published author, your books and contact information. And we will schedule a date and time to feature you on One Word Writer Podcast. <music>